Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the She Leaders Podcast. I'm so excited you're here with me today. My name is Nicole, and and I teach women how to unapologetically and boldly live their faith out loud. You know, I never get tired of saying that. Boldly and unapologetically live their faith out loud. And if you're anything like me, I live a lot of my life out loud, but for years, my faith was the most quiet part of me. It was the part that I kept hidden the most. It was the part that was undercover in my life. And I have learned that God has done so much for me. I have been renewed and restored, put back together, healed and loved so unconditionally that now the only thing I can do is live my faith out loud because to do anything else would not be okay, would be denying what God has done for me. So ladies, I am here for you. I'm here to encourage you, to motivate you, and mobilize you to live your faith out loud. The very first time my husband James told me he loved me, yep, he said it first, but I did kiss him first. And my kids are horrified by that. It's so funny. My daughter calls it going in for the kill. Well, mom, you were the first one who went in for the kill. I don't know what's what that's all about. But yes, I was the first one who kissed him. But the very first time he said he loved me, I believed him. And we were young. We were very young and had very little experience with love. But even with our lack of practice and understanding, we still told each other and believed each other when we said, I love you. When you and I first met Jesus and found out what he did for us on the cross, we believed him when he said, I love you. In our limited experience with God and and our limited understanding, we still believed him. Next month, James and I will celebrate our 24th anniversary year, or as I like to call it, our 24th honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, One of our hashtags is endless honeymoon. Now, with the experience of marriage and sacrifice, understanding, struggle, victories, time, and trust, when we say, I love you, it holds an enormous amount of weight. I never ask, are you sure? Or can you confirm that? I never wait for a social media post or for him to go to great lengths to prove it because time has been the great length, and I believe him. Now, for some reason, it's harder with God. Some of us have known God for a very long time, and yet we're still asking God to prove his love. We are further from believing him than the day we met him. We wait to be reminded in spectacular ways or little ways, and when he doesn't come through, as if his word isn't enough, We doubt him. We ask the question, are you sure? How do I know? Or can you prove it? Here's the crazy thing. Even the demons believe him and they tremble in fear. They don't need for God to prove his power, his love for his people, or that his word can be trusted. They believe him. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? That's James 2, 19 and 20. What if, what if 
we put our faith into action by moving past our asking God to confirm, reconfirm, and then confirm again and again his love for us day in and day out for the rest of our lives. What if, just just what if we start accepting that love, embracing it, allow it to change us, and then turning that change into deeds and actions for him? What if we love him back and spend the rest of our lives proving to him that we love him? Guys, what if we love him back and spend the rest of our lives proving to him, not asking him to prove to us, but proving to him that we love him? The American church, us, We are stuck in a me, me, me state of mind. We tend to think that God exists for us, not us for him. We have been beyond blessed and that blessing has become an entitlement. Oof, man, does that hurt you as much as it hurts me? We have been beyond blessed and that blessing has become an entitlement. God gave his son Jesus to save us. His love has already been given. It can't get any better than what's already been done. What he's already given. But my friend, you and I, we can do better. We can do so much better. We can love more. We can serve more. We can submit more. We can obey more. We can sacrifice more. We can pray more. And we can be more grateful for the love that's already been given and proven. Now, I know the concept of God's love for us is way beyond our understanding. Way beyond our understanding because God's love is perfect. And we, we don't have the mental human capacity to understand perfect love. Our sinful nature doesn't allow us to love perfectly. And so we don't understand perfect love. And so sometimes we get stuck in the trying to understand it. And when we, when we do choose to spend endless hours processing something our human minds can't understand, we get stuck in this endless cycle of prove it. I can't understand it, so it must not be true. I can't understand it, so how do I accept something I don't understand? And so we're constantly asking God to prove his love for us. And we spend waste, we waste endless hours trying to understand this love, asking God to prove this love. But eventually, eventually, we just have to trust what God says is true. We just have to understand that we're never going to fully understand it. And we just have to trust that what God says is true. That when he said in his word, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, you, you are the world, For when God so loved you that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life, that this is his word, this is his promise, this is his declaration, this is truth, and we have to just accept it and believe it. This is his word. 
And God never lies. I believe it, and so should you. The next step is getting past basic teachings and moving on to doing, serving, and changing the world for Jesus. For God to love the world is the most basic of teachings. And as Christians, as time goes on, there are certain truths that are just embedded in our DNA that should just be there. It's just, we trust it 100%. But instead, when we get stuck on the love part, we stay at the beginning. We never grow up. We never move forward. We never move on past the basic teaching of God loves us, to doing, to serving, to changing the world for Jesus, to loving him back. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. Hebrews 6, 1. Yeah, it sounded like I was saying that, right? No, that comes from the Bible, God's word, Hebrews 6, 1. So let us stop going over the basic teachings about Christ again and again. Let us go on instead and become mature in our understanding. Surely we don't need to start again with the fundamental importance of repenting from evil deeds and placing our faith in God. Surely we don't have to start over again every single day with trusting God, with believing God and how much he loves us. The world needs Jesus so badly. And we are his chosen messengers. But how do we convince others of his endless, uncompromising, unconditional love if we ourselves don't believe it? If we ourselves don't trust God's word? If we ourselves haven't accepted it, how do we share it? The answer is, we don't. We don't share something we don't trust. If you go to the store and you find a product and you try it and you hate it, you don't get on social media and be like, you have got to try this. This is the worst product ever. You will be miserable for the next month. Please try it out. (laughs) No. When we don't like a product, when we don't understand a product, we don't share it. We keep it to ourselves. And and that's just human nature. So, or we go out and we say, hey, don't do this. (laughs) It's not worth it, right? And we wouldn't do that to God. But by not trusting him, not believing him, we keep the message of Jesus inside of us. And we keep it from the world that needs it. And the only reason we keep it is because we don't trust God. We don't trust what he says is true. So we take the opportunity from others to trust in God. We take the opportunity for them to say yes to Jesus, to healing, to eternity in heaven. We take the opportunity. When we keep, we're also taking from others. Today is a good day to start believing wholeheartedly and without looking back. I know this is hard. We struggle to believe the intangible, right? To accept the intangible. And love is an intangible. So here's something I do. When I struggle with a truth that is hard for me to comprehend, it's hard to understand, hard to grasp, but God says it is true, I say over and louder than my thoughts. God, 
I trust you and I believe you. God, I trust you and I believe you. And my mind is saying, I don't understand this, but my lips and my words out loud, I say, God, I trust you and I believe you. And my mind is fighting and saying, I don't understand this. How can this be true? And with my words, I am echoing back into my heart and my mind, God, I trust you and I believe you. That echo settles back in our hearts and our minds and it takes the place of the lie, of the struggle that we're feeling. And I say it as many times as I need to until that trust and that belief in God becomes louder, louder than the lies in my head, louder than confusion, louder than what I'm trying to comprehend, louder than what the enemy is whispering. God, I trust you and I believe you. The enemy will always try to bring confusion into your faith in God. I'm going to say that again. The enemy will always try to bring confusion into your faith in God. And your sinful nature, what you're born with, will always be at war with your belief in God. With your belief in God's truth. But the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you and the power of God which lives in you as well will always win. If you're feeding your faith over your fear, doubt, questions, hesitations, or struggle. The Holy Spirit and the power of God, which lives inside of you as a Christ follower, as a believer in God, will always win. If you feed that faith. If you starve your fear doubt, questions, hesitations, or struggle when you take time and energy away from those and feed your faith, it'll always win. Feed your faith. Speak your speak to your doubt. Speak the word of God to your doubt. Get into the scripture, even if you have to just Google it. Scriptures on doubt. And what comes up when you start doubting, Speak God's word to it. See, I love that the Bible is called God's word. The Bible isn't just a bunch of words. They are God's words coming directly from him, ordained by him in this book for us. There is power in speaking God's word to our fear, to our doubts, to our questions, to our unbelief, to every hesitation we may have, to the struggles we have. It is so powerful when you speak God's word, God's roar into those questions in our lives. Guys, feed your faith. Speak to your doubt with God's word. Stand firm, be courageous, be bold, and unapologetically live your faith out loud. Thank you, my friends, for joining me today. I pray that this speaks to your heart, that you just wholeheartedly trust in God and stop questioning his love for you, but just start accepting it accepting it and then turning that love inside of you that you so embrace and then direct it right back at God and love him back. I did a short story on um, on Instagram recently and, and it just inspired this whole uh, podcast because it's so important for us as Christ believers to not be stuck at the beginning, 
to, to at the basic teachings of Christ again and again, but to grow past it, to not let the enemy trick us and keep us stuck, but to move into a power of position, a position of power, a position of power and of love and of a sound mind and trust in God. If you don't already follow me on social media, you can find me at Nicole C. Chavez on Instagram and Facebook. I'd love to meet you there. Also, you can go to NicoleChavez.com and hit subscribe there for incredible stuff that's coming on, coming up. I do uh, interviews with ladies who have a God story that is just life-changing, and I, I'd hate for you to miss out on that. So go to NicoleChavez.com, hit subscribe, and we'll let you know when those are coming out. But again, thank you so much for joining me today. I pray that you unapologetically and boldly live your faith out loud this week. We'll see you here next time.